You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dad's After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dad's After Show. Yeah. Welcome back, y'all. Defeat the needy. Yeah, just correcting the lyrics again. Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV, our recap show of Dads on Fox. This is season one, episode six, My Dad's Hotter Than Your Dad. Real funny show. I am your host, Lauren Leonelli, and here with me is... Kevin John. And Jennifer Golden. Yeah, holla. All right, so this was uh, the sixth episode. Um, we're getting into the nitty-gritty of this season. My Dad's Hotter Than Your Dad was super funny. There was... Um, Hilarious. My favorite line thus far of the season was in this episode. We will get to it in a second, and I have a little backstory on it as well. But... Um, we so you guys obviously you liked it as I always think we say every time we come back that it was this episode we just watched was funnier than the last I think it's still the same I agree very funny yeah I I I thought this one was definitely funnier than the episode two not the last one but the one before that right yeah 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 this one was hilarious I missed that old finger one I mean I watched it but I wasn't here to talk about it and I'm kind of glad oh yeah because Uh why (laughs) why because I don't like that topic. Well, okay. You what, colonoscopies? Like, yeah. Fingers up the... And well, then he died, and it was just weird, and I was... So you didn't think it was... I mean, did you laugh uncomfortably, or did you... I laughed uncomfortably, and I was like, stop talking about his butthole. Well... <laughs> well, you know, I think that was an actually... It was an educational episode where they're just trying to inform men That's in their true. 40s you need to get checked. I, I mean, agree with I that. see the little b- messages in there. Are, are totally. Eli and exactly. Warner in their 40s? No. Actually, they may not have been in, but anyways, you know, men no, that are getting towards that age. Not that, I mean, semantics. I was just out loud saying, did I miss something? I don't think that they ever specifically no, said their I mean, age. Yeah, I just that is assume, true. I feel like I assume they're like mid, late 30s. Mid to late 30s, yeah. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Which is, I maybe when you get that sort of examination type thing, but I, I mean, it was, it was a little gross out humor ish, but it was still funny. And it was funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine was actually in it. He was co-starring as the, the African American uh, security guy, and he was in it. I thought he was great, and we yeah. talked about it last week. But since Jen wasn't Paul there, Maybon. we'll go over it. The when he was like, "Oh, he recognized Warner and Camilla." He's like, "Hey, they went to school together." Oh, yeah. And then yeah. I remember he's like, "Oh, your hair still smells good." Yeah, <laughs> I thought he I was funny. That. He was cute. He was funny. <laughs> he had swag. That's why I remember. Um, I, that stuff sticks out in my mind. Okay, so this episode um, is basically about them hiring a new office assistant because apparently Eli is the playa. And he, you know, hooks up with all of them, and then they all end up getting mad and quitting. So they decide, Warner decides, this isn't going to keep happening. We're going to hire someone who is Eli-proof, as he called it. And it ends up backfiring in a roundabout way. So the episode starts off with Eli and his dad, and he's basically just like, dude, you are always in the way. You're making me late. Even though they made a comment like, 
that he works two floors down, which I thought they alluded to. And then I think this was my confirmation, unless I missed something specifically before. He literally works in like he lives on top of yes. the office or like a, a couple. Which floors I didn't know either. I heard that in there and I was like, I thought we it was thought just- that that's what it was. But we weren't sure. And yeah. then for whatever reason, unless they specifically said something before that I missed, this was the solidification of that. Right. I remember the one line that said something about the fact that he lived right where he worked. Yeah. Um, Might have been when they were carrying that funny girl down the flight of the elevator. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because they were talking about... Yeah, I think that you're right. Um, And I feel like Warner and Camilla live close as well. But they don't. They live in a house because we always get that establishing shot of their house from the outside. So um, I think they all live pretty close. But, yeah, you know, he's got, like, the bachelor life. He lives above where he works. He's, like, single guy. He's got, like, a lofty-feeling apartment. And the cleaning lady comes and cleans for him. And then his dad, obviously, which we continue to see, it's like they're cramping their style. And how many different ways are we going to see that? His dad is the biggest cock blocker there is. Dude, and he's so, like, just cold and like negative and doesn't give in at all and the boy the sons eli and warner they're they have sense they're sensitive in their own ways they're sensitive and their dads are just not so it's funny to see that play off but here we see you know uh eli trying to get his dad to go out you're in the way all the time you're making me late for work whatever and he's like throwing out funny lines like he's not going to alcatraz because he was he was married to his mother for a while and that was like jail or like go to chinatown well all chinatowns look alike to me which was, I mean, these, again, funny, yeah. racist jokes. Don't make that face, Jen the Jew. What? You I made know. a face like that was like, ooh, you were like, no, you're like I, Republican all of a sudden. Oh, no way. Please. I think she just smelt the fart that I just had. So oh. That's what the face <laughs> Are we going there? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Are we going there right now? We're going to do that kind of gross out humor in the studio well, tonight. We were just talking about fingers and butts. So, I mean, it's I mean true. That, hey, it, it that led was right the, in. That was the topic of the episode. Yeah. So, that is true. Um, <laughs> so, they, uh, and... Obviously, they bring this up a lot, but we did have an episode, an after show, where we weren't sure about the name of their company. It is Ghost Child Games. Yes, it is. Just I saw it on them. their laptops or their Yes, they always have it, and they have shirts yeah. and stuff, and then they always talk about it, but for whatever reason, that, that after show, we were forgetting it's Ghost yeah. Child Games. I wonder, we have um, a special guest coming in next week, so you guys should tune in. I wonder if we should ask that special guest if there's a significance behind that name. I mean, it's probably maybe the writers, but he, yeah. maybe he'll know. We could also ask the writers. And or get we could ask the writers because we had John Viner, the one of the writers and it, executive producer. I one think of he these? was executive producer of that particular episode. Okay. Well, we could ask him. We've got some ins. We bring you the inside knowledge, yo. Yep. We know got, the right people. We are lining up some very special guests, and I think you guys should keep tuning in is all I'm saying. We know things. We know things, and we're going to share them with you. That's why you watch. Um, so... We then uh, we see Eli in the office and the girl and she, and um, with Warner, the girl that the blonde girl that is being broken up with by Warner. Warner's breaking up with her for right. Eli because he clearly I don't know. What do you think he does that pisses these girls off? I don't know what he does to get them in the first place. What? I think he's kind of sexy for a ginge. But like we don't. A ginge? Really, we don't Hold really on. What's a ginge? A redhead. A ginger. Oh, I like, I'm only sorry. saying that because I like dark men. I tend to like dark oh, skin, is that so? hair. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, well, Kevin you, John. You said the swag thing about the other yeah. guys. Uh, uh, 
You're picking up but, on what she's putting right. down. I'm just saying, <laughs> I think that there's something about Seth Green or Eli, who seems like he maybe has some similarities to Seth Green. What I'm curious about, though, is like that interaction. We don't see it. We see a girl leaving his apartment. I know. Or we that's hear him what I'm talking about it. Like, I want to see it. I want to see it, too. That's what I, I want to see what goes down. I want to see him with this girl. I want to see what he does. My guess is that he's like typical bachelor but he like woos these women brings them over does what he wants has some fun and then he kind of like pushes them off to the wayside thank you for your services they get pissed off but I think we got a glimpse of that when he was dating the the funny chick or whatever it it was well he we did but then he got he wanted to get he kind of liked her and then he got serious with her on purpose to prove a point right yeah yeah so maybe there's always some weird specific situation but I feel like in general Eli's character is the type of guy who can right. pull a chick because he's got some sort of game that we're not seeing. Because I feel like he does. I feel like I think likes- so too. I yeah. think maybe we'll see it in other episodes because we're starting to talk more about him and his dating. Yeah, but it is kind of interesting. They are like video game creators. I would yeah. guess they don't grow up like their thing is like not growing They're like up. Dungeons and Dragons, right? I don't know. I feel like there's some swag that he pulls, and he pulls chicks all the time. And this one in particular was like number, you know, girl number 27 of the year or whatever that was just like liked him. He pushed her off to the wayside. She got mad. Warner was like trying to let her down easily because it's an office environment. It's like uncomfortable. She gets mad and leaves. And um, wait, I think that he fires them because he's done with them. Oh, that's why there's so many settlement checks. No, because if you fire somebody, you have to have like reasonable cause for that you can't just fire somebody for no real reason oh were they firing her was she quitting well i he was breaking up with her for him which i think means you're also fired she had a box of stuff with her right 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 what do you think yeah i i didn't get the notion that he was firing her i i obviously got the notion that it was you know it was ending the relationship and i think that that kind of just insinuated but I got the I got the feeling that what it was really was that it, the relationship was super short. Like it was like, you know, they went right. on a couple dates or whatever. So it was like Definitely the kind short-lived. of... Definitely short-lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. like... Because I feel like it was something more serious. But yeah, I don't know. That's a good point, Jen. Maybe he, they were firing her and maybe that's what happens. But also, I feel like if they quit, they also could go to HR just as easily and say like, by, like I, I quit, quit because cause of... this guy is a jerk and also because he's sexually harassing right. me or exploiting me in whatever sexual way. But... Or they could be mad because they're getting fired and go just to get back. Either or. Right. There's obviously these settlement checks that are happening. And the HR lady is hilarious. Hilarious. I was on the set one day. And I'll just say, um, she it was... She was, that actress was there that day, and she is, abs- she's like that in real life. She's absolutely hilarious, and I'm so sorry I'm blanking on her name right now. You know who she Actually, reminded me of? Actually, her name is Lauren. It is Lauren, Her yeah. name, first name is Lauren, um, and she is, she's super, she reminds me a little Kristen, Kristen Wig, Wig, or Wig, or however oh, Kristen Wig. Don't you think? Like, a little bit. Not the way she, just like her. Mannerisms? Her, or? um, her mannerisms a little, and her comedic timing, yeah. and her delivery, and. See, she reminded me of Brett Butler. Oh. That's before your guys' time. Also, you may not no, know. no, I know who she is. No, okay. I don't. Okay, well. Grace Under Fire? Actually, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. She, she, my age. Yeah, she was no, a stand-up comedian, and she was, yeah. like, she had a masculinity to exactly. her. Exactly. So did this woman. You know who else she was reminding me of is um, Jane Lynch's Sue Sylvester. <laughs> yes. From Glee. Well, yes. just anything masculine. Like a masculine, she was very, right. yeah. She totally took she charge of She reminded me of, like, a gym coach When she drank the coffee, and they're like, 
that coffee's like 180 degrees. degrees and she didn't even <laughs> blow on it. Um, that was really funny. Um, I also liked uh, the little the little joke they had about um, how they think it's annoying that people tell who was that Eli saying that the girl that um, he was breaking up with or dating she talked about her dreams and it was really annoying or something. Yes. And then Camilla was doing it to Warner. Yes. Like, and you were there. And it's totally the typical dream. I thought that was funny how they're like, and it was you, but it wasn't. And then we were trying to run, but we couldn't. <laughs> yeah. And like, that's all, that's so totally how like I really, and I always retell my dreams. So I was like, in I that moment, too. I was like, is that annoying? Should I not do that? I'll call my friend and be like, oh my God, I had this dream. And then you were totally rude to me. And I'm like, I think maybe they might think, oh my God, why are you t- retelling me? This is just a dream. It's not real, but it feels so real. It does feel so real. And sometimes they're just really crazy. Like I have really vivid, crazy dreams. So I always tell people, mm. but I tell the, the particular people that I know want to know, not just anybody that what will if you, listen. What if they don't want, because obviously Camilla thinks that Warner wants to know and clearly he doesn't. He should. He's her husband. Yeah, but, and he was in the dream. But just because like you're someone's husband doesn't mean you want to listen to everything well, that they have to say. Well, Jen. You sign up for that when you get married. Sorry, Jen, you might need a wake-up call because I feel like maybe your friends don't want to hear your dreams. Anyway. It was, was all a dream. I used to read Word, Word Up, Up magazine. magazine. Well, we, we like yeah. to rap Biggie on this show. Exactly. Um, so, back to dads. Um, I thought that it was also <laughs> <laughs> and, and speaking of masculine characters like Biggie and the HR lady, I loved her Jesus of Nazareth line. The guy that walked in with the sandals. Oh my and God. she's like, hey, Jesus of Nazareth. We don't wear sandals in the office. I was like, that was Jesus hilarious. Because I so didn't get funny. it initially because I didn't see the sandals until they. I think there was a wider, and then they yeah. pad down, and I was like, "Oh my!" He was God. rocking. He was rocking some Jerusalem cruisers, and she thought she'd call him out on it. They it were, was hysterical. They were horrible. Um, so we've got those two things happening. We've got the the HR lady and that whole aspect, and then we've got this new assistant who Eli sees and and is like what what is what is going on because you know what he's thinking he's like oh well we'll fire this girl we're gonna bring in another hot new and a hot new chick for him to whatever just keep going with yeah. and obviously warner gets the drill tries to cut him off and he still even though he doesn't like this woman eli still wants to be like well i still got it and, and then he walks over to try and see if she'll pay attention to him and he walks into the 1970s perfume wall <laughs> and he was like oh that was really funny and that so the dads come in the dads always show up at the office I know that Crawford lives, or that uh, David, Eli's dad, lives right above, and he's bored, so he probably comes in and whatever. But then Crawford's always there, and so is Camilla, so that also makes me feel like they live close. It's a little weird that they're always there. I don't mind it. I just am like, sometimes I'm like, why are they Well, here? I guess if you owned a company and your parents like live nearby That's or true. in the building. Literally yeah. a floor below right. or before, yeah. No, but I'm saying like even Camilla, I, I mean, I guess she just comes by. If it's close or whatever. Now, real quick, does Camilla do anything in this? Well, does she have a job? Her, I don't. I never know. I don't that. think she does. He asked she her doesn't. how okay. was home, and she said meh. And he, she's like, how was work? And he's like meh. And so home is where she is okay. during the day. Yeah, so and like, okay. I have to point something out about that line as well because she she's also kind of eager to get Crawford out of the house because she's there all day and he's yeah. there and um and so you know there is always this battle of how are we going to get these guys busy or you know they're not going to leave forever but how are we at least going to get them out of here and there was a funny line in there where she said um can you please get your dad out of my house? And he goes, your house? Yes. <laughs> I laughed, up. which it was very subtle. But what I liked about that was, is he was like, dude, you're just the, it was like them being inappropriate. That was like their way of being like, I make the money. This is my house. I own this house, not you. Like I paid for this house. And right. I thought it was hysterical. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, I guess something we may get to later, but I, I did notice, um, 
Warner definitely standing for himself, uh, standing up for himself yeah. a little bit more. And, and because there was a time when he was leaving, this is a little bit later, which I'm sure we get to. And she was like, oh, don't forget to do. And he was like, honey, I'm not doing that this time. Yeah, like, yeah. Didn't, or he said no. Oh, I was like, like did he just say no trip. to Camilla? Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, dude, he's growing balls. I know. Yeah. I liked it. I yes. like when we can see that every now and then. I think it's good, too, because... You know, he obviously he's a smart man. He owns a business. He's married to her, so yeah. clearly there's he's got something he's got, going on. Yeah. We need to see a little so we can respect him. But for for all intents and purposes, the story, the show, and the sitcom type, you know, uh, storytelling they're doing, she's in charge. The woman yeah. always wears the pants, yeah. and the the wife always wears the pants in a sitcom relationship, and they do it well. I, they're perfect. They cast perfectly for that, I think, in this situation. Um, so we see that both the dads kind of like this this. Um, Janet character, the yes. new assistant that, you know, Eli's obviously not going to go after. And now that their problem has turned, now they're like, their dads are going to be hanging around the office and they're trying to get with this woman and, oh, they're going to make it awkward. And, oh my God, we're going to have a whole new set of problems. And, um, and this is where my funny line came in. The, the funniest line I thought, not my funny line. I wish I wrote it, but it didn't was when David goes up to her, he wants Crawford to be the wingman. He's talking to her and he's showing her the $2 bill. And then he's like, so why aren't you married? bum vagina (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i'm sorry i thought that was hysterical i laughed out loud funniest line ever and remind me in news and gossip to tell you a little bit more about that line but um my funny the funniest line to me was around that same part it was basically when warner's dad or excuse me eli's dad was getting ready to ask her out and she's like okay great so what time are you gonna uh, pick me up and he was like, uh, we're meeting there or oh, something yeah. like that. Totally. It's, yeah, they were, and then on the dates too, they were very awkward. Clearly haven't dated in a while. Didn't know what they were doing. But we, um, we see them on the date and they're cutting back and forth. I like when they do this. They did this, the episode, the old finger where they were cutting in between yeah. each doctor visit. Yeah. And they did that again here. And I, I kind of like that style. It's, it was just nice to see the juxtaposition of each right. one of them. We've also seen them out to dinner together, both the dads and how awkward they are. And that did oh. not. They did not fail again in this. They were both totally awkward and weird. They were bringing up inappropriate uh, date, you know, jargon. It was just, like, bizarre. And then they both wanted to split the check at the end. It was like, oh, my God. That was hilarious. These guys need coaching. Were you surprised by who Janet picks as her favorite? Yes, because I would have picked Crawford. I also would have picked Crawford, and you would think an older lady by then would know what is right and what I is know. wrong. Why did she pick David? I because wanted... that was like playing on the fact that like women like an asshole. Yeah, I think so. A guy with more edge. Women right. Are always but, but, the but, nice guys never win. Well, da- Crawford. They do. They Crawford do. wasn't yeah. like. That's I guess he was. Contest. He yeah. was not. They both were kind of like. Uh, not very gentlemanly, right. but I guess David was less gentlemanly because he's he was so crude. Cold. Yeah, he's more. Crude. Would she call yeah. him dark or something like that? She says he was. No, uh, he's, oh, she's he like something more dark about more, him. I'm trying to see if I had wrote any like funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. What about another funny part? It just came to me was when he was um, getting ready to go up and talk to her. And he turns to Camilla and he was like, how does my breast smell? He's like, oh, yeah. She's like, it's age appropriate. Oh, yeah, that was a great line. I love that, too. Well, it was funny because she she was coaching him. We're talking about these guys needed coaching. Camilla decided to coach him. She's like, I'm going to get him out. And then also, uh, Eli wanted to help – or Crawford – there's too many names in my head. I know, right? Warner <laughs> wanted to help Crawford, his dad, get her back because we just we hear in and also the funny line uh, when Crawford ent- enters the room and says, "Do you guys have black neighbors?" Oh, sorry, officer, there's been a mistake. <laughs> that was 
probably my favorite I mean, part just because of the stereotypes and I think yeah. anytime they make a reference to any stereotype so at all funny. I crack so funny. up so funny so anyway we see that um, you know uh, Warner wants to go help his, his dad out he ends up looking like he's jacking off outside of her house because of the flowers wait can we go back real quick to Crawford having um, Jew friends coming over oh yes and he makes the, my oh, Jews. He puts the little and he uses the, the coffee, coffee yarmulke thing. the yarmulke yeah, yeah. Super cute. So His Yiddish group. Funny. Um, like it really looked like a. It did. Yeah, it, it did. It, it was, was good. That yeah. was a nice little touch. They do. They, they Sometimes they stretch a joke out and then they give those little spurts. Those are funny. So no, now now we know we've got to go to HR. By that no, of course oh. not. Come on. Jen the Jew doesn't get offended by stuff like that. We no, now, I was like, hey, my people. We now, nice shout out for the people, right? <laughs> yep. The so oh. now we're in HR and now, you know, poor Warner has to go deal with. He's so nervous. Eli comes to save the day. And, of course, this woman takes full advantage of him, uh, the HR woman, and she calls him Carrot Crotch, which I thought was hysterical. Hysterical. And, and then everything ends up going back to normal because he says, you know, she get, she, he gets him out of this sticky mess by saying, go out on a date with me. And she said, I'll pick you up. Wear something that you can take it, off easily. Something that's not complicated. Wear something that's not complicated. And he took a hit. He took one for the team. Good job, Eli. Yep. Took one for That's the a team. good friend right there. That I liked it. I thought it was um, a super funny episode. Those lines, again, there's always some zingers that I love. Yeah. And um, we've got some exciting guests coming in next week, so make sure you tune in for that. Uh, anything else, you guys, about the episode? No? I thought we hit it all. I think we pretty much covered I it I want to see more of Lauren, the HR, the actress that played the HR girl. Me too. One of my also my favorite lines was um, when she referred to what he was doing outside of Janet's window, was that, it, and she, he was like, Tugging at his tiny. Yeah, tugging at his tiny. I love that. So. Oh, yeah, when she had those different descriptives yeah. for yes, being like, hysterical. she was like, you're pecking the pickle or, no, you're, yeah, something or something. Your pickle or yeah, something. that was hilarious. She was, yeah. And of course, then, like we said, Eli comes and says, hey, all of these other cases are due to me. Let me come and save the day. And right. then he takes her out, which is so funny that she's such a stickler. And then she ended up going out with him. Um, I would have loved to see that date. Maybe we will. <laughs> all right, let's move into prediction. Quick no. news and gossip. After TV news. Okay, so we've got more news on the fate of dads. Um, you know, we talked about how they got uh, so ordered for six scripts, and that's a good sign for them possibly getting up for picked up for a full season. Um, and we saw that Brooklyn Nine Nine got picked up, but that that only happened before on a technicality. I think because they're a single cam, and it to um, in order to order more episodes, they've got it. They work on a slower or faster schedule. So I think that it's they've got more time to order episodes production wise if they wait a little and order more from dad. So it doesn't what that means is it doesn't mean that they're not picking up dads. It just means that there's a little more time to decide um, based on how the the schedule works. And the executive producer, Mike, Mike Scully, says, you know, just keep tuning in. He says, like, anytime you're doing a show that's new, the first six episodes, you're kind of finding yourself. You're still improving. So I think it looks positive. And we know from an inside source at Fox that they really like Dad. So hopefully that's a uh, a good positive a good sign. sign. We'll keep you posted on that. And then I'm talking about my favorite line of the episode, which was the bum vagina line. My inside source on the set told me that every time they tape, they do all hands in, one, two, three, bum vagina. That's like their cheer before every really? live tape. Yeah. Bum vagina. And where do they get, where did that start from? The, the writers, they thought it was funny from the episode. So every time they go like, okay, guys, huddle, huddle, one, two, three, bum vagina. And then they go tape. I'm bummed that I, I went to I taping mean, 
Tuesday, and I'm bummed I didn't get to see them start the taping and see that happen. Let's cross our fingers for more shows to be picked up and more bum vagina cheers. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. How about some predictions? And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. I'm predicting that the HR girl comes back and there's more with her. I feel like we're going to see her sprinkled throughout the the, uh, season. And I want more of her because she's freaking hysterical. Yeah, I predict that, um, gosh, what's her name again? The Asian. Um, oh, Brenda Song's character. Brenda, yeah, I know we didn't talk much about her this episode, but mm. I predict that she's we are fun. going to see a lot more of her. I really want to yeah. see her character. And a lot of times she just has the funny dingers, but yeah. I really want to, I'm predicting like that we're Like a storyline about her. Exactly. Like an episode a about backstory her. backstory Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love that too. And she's yeah. great as well, so. Exactly. I'm going to predict we're going to see more dating with the dads. Yes. In some way, shape, or form. It was funny. I know. Yeah. Not just because I saw what the episode they taped this week was about. Oh. But. Oh. I'm going to say that I think they're going to date. Okay. Or maybe be approached maybe to date. Maybe you have some inside info on that. We have lots of inside info. We have a special episode. We're going to be on next week at Friday at 5.30 PST Pacific Standard Time. So tune in for that. We've got a special guest and lots and lots of info to tell you guys. So please tune in and watch. Thanks for watching this week. Um, come back next week. I'm your host, Lauren Leonelli. You can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Grand Vine and my website. I'm Kevin John. You can find me on Twitter at Hey Kevin John on Facebook, Kevin John Peters, and my website, it's kevinjohn.com. Thank you. And I'm Jennifer Golden. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jen the Jew and on Facebook as Jennifer Golden, and my website is jennifergolden.com. Friday Boom. next week, guys. Don't forget, we got a special guest for you. See you then. It was From all a dream. Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.